I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. During a recent meeting of the Mission Economic Development Corporation, a major topic of discussion was the disbursement of funds for the Texas Citrus Fiesta. Participants in the Citrus Fiesta discussion included Mission Mayor Armando Ocaña, Mission EDC Chairman David Dianda, Mission EDC Executive Director Daniel Silva, and staff members Angie Vela and Aisa Garza. I do have questions uh, about, what is it, 40? Is it where it has the breakdown? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and I, I, I kind of need to talk to the board about this because I, I've actually... Long story short, I ended up asking Angie for some support uh, on a couple of disbursements that the auditors had picked up, um, and I just wanted to see it. To be honest, I was being nosy. Um, and, and specifically, a couple of vendors on this list uh, came up. Uh, the Valerio signs for a total of the $13,000 for the downtown facade and improvement program. Okay, so what I saw was that um, that 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 disbursement was actually for the sign or the to help with the sign for the plaza that's on uh, Griffin Parkway, where the um, uh, what's it called the barbecue place barbecue. Uh, is and so it just on the face it didn't seem like it fit within the downtown facade uh, grant program and so is that intentionally there is it is that is that like a mistake I mean what what what's the thought process behind that so the thought process behind that was we had been approached by uh, um, by some elected officials as we, we get questioned um, every once in a while on what programs do we have that we can assist down to, uh, assist businesses with. And we don't have a, a program that's been adopted outside of the downtown area since we were projected to not use all of the funds from the downtown facade program. Um, it was extended for assistance kind of in the same manner, but not on the downtown area. It was on that, uh, on that plaza. Okay, and so I and, and so it was booked in the downtown facade improvement, even though it didn't fit within the downtown facade grant uh, restrictions. It, so as yeah, to what the document states, it, it gives a region from First Street to Sixteenth Street. So no, it is not physically located there, but right. it was booked there, like I said, because there was the expectation that not all the funds were going to be expensed. Okay, um, and I have, and, and we could talk about, I think this is going to be an ongoing conversation about how we book things, um, because I have concerns about ineligible expenses. One, not going through the board, um, and two, being booked as, as though they belong to a program when they don't belong to a program. Um, and I think that there's cleaner ways and safer ways and, and really better ways to do that than, um, than allocating those expenses to expense line items uh, that, that don't pertain to the actual expense. 
Um, other than that, that vendor that Valero signs or Valero, I can't tell in my vision isn't very good. Are there any other vendors that fall into that category of being booked within a, uh, an expense count uh, that it doesn't pertain to? From the downtown facade program or any program that we've uh, adopted? So during our conversation, we had also talked about the Citrus Fiesta. And uh, if you're categorizing that as the same, um, you know, it was the board's intention at the time that we presented it, because like I explained during the meeting, in order for us to be able to expense or to bucket money, we have to adopt it as, as an incentive program. That's where the state requires for us to do it. And then we have to do the 60-day public hearing and, uh, and you know, follow through all the process. So was, at the time that the Citrus Fiesta had asked us for funds, uh, they had asked us for 75000 The board discussed it. Uh, the, the recommendation was thirty-five. During the meeting, uh, as noted in the minutes, uh, the board, uh, the Fiesta had asked us for more money because they had other expenses. Uh, during the meeting, we looked at what their breakdown was, and the board had said that they were okay with taking funds from our marketing account and from our sponsorship account to help them cover, uh, which brought us to an amount of $54,000. Uh, so, Daniel, I've gone back and I've looked at those minutes, and that's not what you did say. Um, it does say that you mentioned that you had offered to, to pay for an additional 18000 but there's no action item uh, on those minutes, and I really wish I had them here. Judy, um, do you have those minutes? Can you send them to the board so that everyone has the benefit of reading? Sure. Are those the ones that I sent you? Yes. Okay. Um, it, I believe it was either July or August of last year. It was July. Mm -hmm. I'll get those right now. The board's activity was to approve an amount of thirty-five thousand, yes. with the understanding that we would reduce our our operations within our marketing account by eighteen thousand to offer that assistance to uh, to the citrus. Well, I, I'm, I'm going to be, I mean, to, to be direct with you, the, the board did approve the reduction from the previous budget of 75000 to the $35,000. Um, the minutes uh, are, are not indicative as to whether or not the board approved. Um, I took that as a direction from the board. When they mentioned it, because I have control over our marketing account, I took it as direction for this is how I should assist. Well, and, and I, I will get to that because I would not have, if I had understood that um, you were going to be placing an expense for the benefit of Texas Citrus Fiesta within an expense line item that is for the benefit or incurred for the MEDC, I would not have approved that. Um, and so I, I do take, I, 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 so I guess there's a, there's a couple things, right? Um, uh, as far as the, the Texas Citrus Fiesta moving forward, I saw that the 35000 has already been dispersed to them as well, right, for the, for the 2021 fiscal year. Have we made disbursements outside of that 35000 to Texas Citrus Fiesta? No, not for this fiscal year. Okay. Um, I, I, I do think that needs to be a board discussion as to whether or not we want to allocate additional funds to Texas Citrus Fiesta. 
Um, I, I do not think it's appropriate for for that expense to have been recorded. Um, again, is the MEDC advertising um, line item, um, which I, I'm not too sure where to go from here. I don't know if if, if I can uh, um, move to. Um, I, I mean, the, these amounts are, are, are reflective in, 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 our, in our ledger. Uh, and I don't know if we have to retroactively accept those payments, um, Mr. Bianda, or if we just limit them moving forward and are, and are very expressive, or if we have a, just a general conversation with the board as to whether or not we want um, have additional eighteen thousand dollars above the thirty-five thousand dollars that the board had agreed upon. I guess a couple of things that uh, I'm going to reach out to our, our uh, I guess CPA or uh, actually I want Angie to talk to you a little bit about this booking of documents because as I understand it, right, the MEDC. Uh, cut them back because we didn't have the funds to come out of our general account to support what they were requesting. Mayor, I think you're on the line and I think this is one of your activities, correct? Well, and, yeah. Basically, basically what happened is that uh, that uh, the, when we met uh, with them uh, and and with the MDC board uh, holistically, uh, one of the things that we told them that we were going to assist them in other areas of uh, of uh, uh, Besides, besides the thirty-five thousand and and the eighteen thousand, I think uh, that it was a uh, it was approved for uh, for uh, uh, and and maybe the minutes don't reflect that, but uh, but it was approved for uh, that we were going to get that and 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 kind of uh, sum it up uh, from thirty-five thousand to eight plus the eighteen thousand to make it a, a different figure that we're helping uh, the Texas Citrus system, but. Uh, uh, obviously, obviously, I think Ms. Garza's position is that that if uh, we, we probably need to reclassify those eighteen thousand to a to a new line item, a new line item, and and uh, and I don't know what you would call that new line item because if if, uh, if we call it the Texas Citrus Fiesta uh, uh, art or, or advertisement or whatever, uh, then then uh, we could cluster it all together, the thirty-five and the eighteen thousand, but. And use that line item uh, uh, as far as finances, and I'll let finance uh, uh, follow up with a uh, with a with their statement on it uh, as far as that is concerned. But but the eighteen thousand was approved either formally or informally to, to be added uh, specifically from uh, assisting them in, in in the the arts and the, and, and um, not the arts but the advertisement and, and marketing to to assist that uh, that was uh, that was uh, 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 it was discussed as part of of the process so now if the minutes don't reflect that you know it's because possibly that uh, when we approved the minutes you know we didn't uh, we didn't read them and, and specifically went into that but but the uh, but we either have to do a reclassification of the 18,000 to a new line item and and and, and documented that it went to the Texas Citrus Fiesta not to the MNDC uh, the MNDC uh, uh, ads you know I think that's what Ms. Garza is is is, uh, is leading to, and correct me if I'm wrong, Ms. Garza. You know, and and, and then and then uh, if we didn't uh, if we didn't uh, the minutes don't reflect that, go back and and uh, and, uh, and and retro retro approve. You know, 
uh, uh, so the documents can match the minutes. Uh, as far as doing a ratification, right, of, of the actual item, I would just ask, and I guess at this point, Mayor, the question I have is since um, I recall help, I recall the conversation of helping him with some ad or advertising. I just don't think that the amount was discussed. And I would ask, how do how do uh, how do we as an organization and MEDC protect ourselves? Should that come back to the board for for further approval or ratification or at least a disclosure as to the additional amount? Because as everybody recalls, we were having an issue with uh, staying. Uh, we wanted to stay out of having an audit that showed. Uh, that, that the MEDC was uh, was an ongoing concern, right? And, and our cash flow didn't support it, right? And that's why we cut it back significantly. But as I understand from Aisa and I, and I guess Daniel saying, he took it out of his operating budget from the MEDC to support that project, which I guess is okay in the fact that it came out of our operating budget and although we uh, didn't classify it as an action item for the uh, citrus parade i guess really we took our we, what expenses we were able to cut and absorb down and we spent it on this 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 uh event i would just ask daniel that something like this that's a material event right that we at least come back to the board and discuss so that everybody's clear as to what happened so there's no misunderstanding okay. and i'll let Ms. Vela know, uh, Ms. Vela, uh talk about the technical aspect if we if we're supposed to go reclassify it or 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 uh, or re re uh, reapprove it, uh, Ms. Vela. Yeah, so we can definitely um, create a, a separate, you know, marketing account, um, one that that reports how much MDC spends, and then one that's like a, a marketing account where they reimburse the the tech or other, any organizations. Um, that's no problem within our system. We can definitely do that, and um, I would just reach out to you know our auditors and and you know get their opinion on it as well. Yeah. Andrew, and Ms. Gata, like, Ms. Gata, are you okay with that? Well, I have a, I have a couple of concerns because this really goes to um, I think accounting policies that could if un, if if um, could get us in trouble. To be honest. Um, and, and it's just generally blending um, expenses that are for the benefit of MEDC and then expenses that um, MEDC um, is expending on the benefit of other people. And so really, um, I would like to implement a just an across the board accounting policy with MEDC that indicates that those types of expenses have their own separate uh, expense accounts and their own budgets uh, to prevent this kind of, uh, to prevent this exact conversation where it's, hey, I don't remember giving authority and, and Daniel's saying, well, it's either implicit or it's, or whether it happened implicitly or didn't happen implicitly, or maybe the minutes are wrong. Like all of that confusion just creates a potential um, headache down the road or even worse, like a potential liability to MEDC. So I really think that there needs to be an across the board policy uh, about not mixing uh, those different types of expenses. Um, and it really, and also guys, I, I, I personally um, did not recall a, 
approving disbursements outside of the 35,000. I understood that we were gonna try to assist them with staff resources as far as, or equipment resources to help them market. Um, we were also gonna try to, to help them look for other um, businesses that would sponsor and therefore increase their revenues. Um, and so that, I, 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 have a, I have a problem with that, um, that, that there was this amount um, that wasn't again brought back to the board. I don't know how we implement a, um, a type of procedure um, for that kind of scenario should it happen again. Uh, but I think we need to come up with some type of objective um, guidelines for MEDC management so that we don't get into this position again. Well, I think that a very simple solution to this, I mean, like I said, you know, I, during the discussion, I took that as my direction. I, it, there is accounting processes that we can do to categorize it separately. I know one we had talked about was, will we just jumble in whatever assistance was uh, offered into that into that incentive project list. Um, my concern with that is, you know, the the board's objective during the meeting was discussed also is at some point have them uh, no longer seek support from us. So, you know, I would like to try to keep that number to be a true what was approved as an incentive program. But in our marketing, maybe break out, you know, uh, assistance to as you had mentioned, assistance to the Citrus Fiesta. So that way, it's it's straight, and the board will uh, will we'll make sure that it's done in an action that. During our adoption of our budget, we do have that line item. Well, like, I'm, I just want, yeah, I'm sorry. Go on. One question, um, and this is really the methodology of since it's an accounting entry that's being overlooked by, I guess, the city. Angie, you, you, in your in your eyes, right? Um, if it didn't come from, a, how would you make that adjusting entry? Or pay that because I guess y'all are paying the checks direct, right? It, I think I think the payment has already been made. No, I understand. What I'm trying to find out is how does that happen if it if it didn't go through the process, wasn't approved, and you paid it out, right? Obviously, there's an adjustment there, or should have been caught by somebody, right? So how does that happen? Uh, and I know that that as MEDC board members, I mean, we don't really audit or control the expenditures of the the books, right? We uh, we approve those expenditures. I'm assuming somebody's looking over that at the city level, or it should have come to our attention that something like this had transpired probably the month in the check, the month that the check was written, right? Because it would have required formal board approval. I would assume since it's more than 50% of what was technically approved. Is that correct? Yeah. So what what we do is because it, it was a reimbursement to, to Texas Citrus Fiesta, we didn't actually go out and procure the services. And in this case, it was media. And so um, media, you know, we don't um, we don't go out for services when we take out ads in, in, in papers that that doesn't go, you know, to the board for approval. But in this case, it was a payment made out to Texas Citrus Fiesta, not necessarily a vendor in the sense of, you know, we paid a, a vendor directly. And so, right, so if we had paid the vendor directly, it wouldn't have been an issue, right? But in this case, it went back to Texas Citrus. So I think as, that's where the issue is coming up as more than the approved amount. I guess that's the issue, correct? 
Yeah, correct. And and what we look at more is is you know like is it within their budget? Well, and, and Angie, the the one of the issues on the accounting on the, on the internal control side for me is that Texas Citrus Fiesta is not a advertising company, right? Like, right. and so I understand what you're saying about a budget line item, but. To me, there should have been some type of question or, or pushback because, I mean, it, they don't provide advertising services for MEDC. Yeah, and but, we but know you got to keep in mind, Ms. Garza, I'm sorry, but Ms. Garza, you got to keep in mind that, that we, uh, and, and here's where Mr. Silva comes in as part of the, direct, the directive. When we were in the budget process, and Lisa, and, and I don't remember who was with her from the Texas Citrus Fiesta, we told it specifically as, as, as because we were reducing the budget, I think from 75 or from 50,000 down that we were going to allow, that, that we were going to cover the expenses of, of ad, ad, advertising and to a system. Uh, when we said assistant, maybe I, I know you interpret it as, as, as uh, personnel assisting them for marketing or, or whatever. You know, and and that's why I'm, I'm saying that the the minutes are not are not clear, but no, nor were the directives and the direction that we that that we talked about during the budget process with the Texas. Right, right, Mayor. And so my concern well, is that there is some ambiguity um, still today, right, amongst yes. the board members as to what was um, approved and, and you know whether or not there's an error in the minutes. But as far as controls within the the disbursement. Um, if there is an ambiguity as far as a, a, a payment and whether or not it was approved by the board, then there should have been some type of process where it gets kicked back before it's recorded or disbursed. Does that make sense? Yes, and, yes, and, and we have to um, we have to have a better, more clear uh, procedure for for this coming year because if if we do open up the Texas Citrus Fiesta Parade, you know, or their pageants or or their activities, you know. Uh, uh, right now, I, I haven't shut shut down till November the first, you know. But but if we if we go beyond that, that uh, they they're gonna they're gonna, you know, we need to show them the direction or or, or the administrative protocol that that you're talking about, uh, so they can follow it, and so then Danny Silva can follow it also. And so they uh, he's and Danny Silva and the staff will have will have clear directions and within the protocols and in compliance with 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 Angie's protocol. Well, I, I I would like to draft um, accounting general accounting procedures or guidelines, um, and I'd like to have that item put on next month's agenda, uh, if possible. Um, as far as the specific, what, what, what? Uh, you know, uh, Texas Citrus Fiesta. You know, as far as, as, as this specific entity goes in any uh, marketing or advertising, I would ask that that be brought back to the board before any additional disbursements outside of the 35000 are made for this year. Can you formulate a draft, a draft of, the, of the procedures that you're, you're talking about that you want? And, and and maybe you and I and, and Mr. Deanda uh, can get together and review it before we take it to the sure. board. Yeah, and, and so we do and have maybe, a maybe, purchasing yes. policy procedure. So I don't know if um, if if that's what you know you want to review and update and change because that's kind of what we go off of. Well, and, and, and 
I was gonna ask you. I was gonna ask you, Angie, to be a, if you, it was okay for you or or one of your staff member to be with us, so they can bring their purchasing procedures and uh, and those policies that you're talking about, so we can compare and 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 and, and analyze together to come up with a to come up uh, with a more sound system, uh, sound practice that uh, that will be very clear and directive to the staff as well as to the public for transparency's purposes. Yes. Yes. So with. Would this policy cover, yeah, make sure I'm not muted. Uh, would this policy cover in the case at any time the city asks us to do a sponsorship on their behalf or do a membership for them on their behalf? Do I bring that to the board before I give them the offer, before I say yes to it or? Well, I think that's a related party policy um, and, and one that, again, might need to be looked at right now. But I think this is separate in part from uh, like a related entity transaction. And this is for for transactions with entities outside uh, of really our financial statements that roll up eventually into the city. Um, but I do think that if that's a concern you have, Daniel, then then yeah, we need to address it. It's yeah, I'm just curious what the what the boundaries are of it because I mean another item is we cover the city's uh, sponsorship. For, I mean membership dues for Texas Border Coalition. So yes. that's something that we've taken care of for the past ten years. I'm not sure if that's. And Danny, and bring bring not only that one, but bring all the other activities that, okay. that you want to bring to the table, so we can make sure that that all that we address all all the overall, and at the end we'll have a product that's going to be uh, you know be more transparent, and at the same time it'll be clear for for you for and, and anybody other staff member, and and not only the and the uh, uh, and the other organizations that are are tied to this. Plus, right. plus, it's also be clear for the each board member when they vote that they clearly know what they're voting for. Sounds good. We can do that. And okay, so the, we 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 did we ended up talking about Texas the truth yesterday, but I do really want to go back to the the Valero side. Is that what it is? Um, and because I do have concerns about ineligible applicants being approved uh, and and receiving disbursements. This particular um person um received two you know two disbursements ten thousand and the other one three thousand which i realized that the facade uh grant has a matching and and not matching part right yeah and so i i am not i am yeah so i'm i i have i have issues and i'm concerned about um ineligible applications being approved and i don't know what kind of controls we need to implement to um, <coughs> prevent that from happening does anyone have uh, any suggestions or any comments on, on so so part of the issue is you know as an economic development corporation our job is to try to assist businesses and right. uh you know and I, and I understand the concern i mean it's outside of what we had approved as 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 a board um and and the the area that we're going to focus the attention of these funds right. um historically i mean i've been here for a long time we've had the program for over 10 years there have been instances where there's been businesses that have applied and since it's such and i'm going to use this term loosely a nominal amount i mean granted we're talking about thirteen thousand dollars that's it's still funds from our account and with with as tight as it's been you know it, it makes up a a big portion of if we have anything left over at the end of the year, what that would be. Um, but we've looked at being creative in a way of providing assistance to businesses uh, as we typically are 
sanctioned to do. Um, but yes, this def- did fall outside of the boundaries of what the the guidelines said. Um, well, I so, think these discussions uh, happened in February of 2020. So, you know, we were <laughs> a little less than halfway through our, our budget. So I don't think it's it's really fair to say, hey, well, we're not going to use this. Because this, this program has a cap on it, right? It doesn't have a cap. I, I think I think that it doesn't matter what what time during the budget that 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 uh, that it happens at the beginning, the middle, or the end. I think that Danny, uh, uh, when you when you're going to disperse outside the parameters of downtown, you should yes. come to the board. You should come to the board and and, let, and yes. make make a board agenda item and get that support from the board, uh, other than just deciding up, upon yourself. And and yeah, you mentioned that. Uh, that, that, that you were approached by an, uh, an elected official or whatever, but that doesn't make a difference on, okay. on, on the fact that, that it was it was outside the parameter. And, right. and, and then so I would recommend that, strongly recommend that every every time that that happens to bring it to the board. And I don't know if Mr. Yanda would disagree with me on that uh, and just put it in the agenda and, and let the board decide the assistance or not. I'll put it on the agenda as a typical incentive program to where we do the six day process and we post and anything outside of the zone, I'll do that. Well, and I, I think that goes for any amount, just to add on any to amount. what Mayor was saying. Um, I'll also add that to our general accounting policies for when Mayor, you and I um, hopefully meet in the next month or six yeah. weeks. Once you tell once you tell me that uh, that uh, you have the framework already written, then I'll ask, I'll call Mr. Deanda and you call me and and, and text me that uh, and that you have the framework already and uh, and the draft ready, and I'll I'll text uh, contact Mr. Deanda and then we'll contact Danny and we will contact Miss Miss Vela and, and 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 when all of us have a clear a clear uh, uh, meeting meeting time, uh, we'll go ahead and meet and we'll probably meet there at the MDC. One of the things that I'd like us not to forget is that our focus and primary responsibility is to promote mission, right? And, you know, when we can and and we do help, it's our goal to make sure we help all businesses. And I know we have the downtown project. And and I I appreciate the fact that we took a a positive approach to trying to make, you know, do with some signage, I guess. Uh, At some point, you know, we... you know, being during COVID and all the stuff that's going on, I can appreciate the staff's uh, sense of urgency and trying to help customers. But I just do think that we should have a specific policy saying if, if it's to exceed X dollars, then it has to come to board, right? That way we give the the the, uh, the, the actual MEDC management uh, authorization to spend some money without having to come to the board for everything. Because I think that's part of your job is responsiveness and allowing you guys to negotiate with small business to come to the city of mission. And, and that's what's kept the city of mission very proactive. That's what kept new businesses coming into the city of mission. And I don't want to get entangled with having all kinds of policy procedures and processes like McAllen has, that's going to slow us down and not be competitive with other cities. So we got to give the management and authority to make sure they have the decision-making power to make some of these types of decisions. Yeah. What that in line is, I think that that's really going to be up to the board. But I think the responsiveness and being able to commit to things is what makes us different. And I don't want to take that autonomy away from the management and leadership to continue to do those things. I, I agree, Mr. Bianda. I, I, I think we can 
probably uh, draft and hopefully implement some procedures to to just um, tighten up some controls and, and not take away ultimately uh, the management's autonomy to and and you know limit their responsiveness. I I think it's manageable. I think we can do it. Okay, uh, and I agree. I, I would like to hear from all the other board members if they have anything to say, Mr. Dianda, if yes, you don't sir. mind. Absolutely. This is Dr. Trevino. I, I kind of uh, uh, agree with actually both sides. I think that that's what makes us uh, keep mission moving forward. And as uh, Mr. Dianda just said about uh, that's what makes us different and separates us, and it will continue going forward by giving autonomy and responsibility and accountability to our 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 administration at the same time, like uh, uh, Ms. Garza uh, said, that I think that it should be able to, that's what we're here for, to be able to make the MDD better. So in uh, giving them some restraints within uh, 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 policy that can be manageable for them, and then we're not micromanaging as an advisory board, I think we can uh, accomplish both things, you know, at, at one shot. This is Pete. You know, I'd just like to add that I also agree. I also think that uh, there's always room for improvement, whether it's in, in uh, the policies and procedures or uh, setting up the account. But but uh, I think ultimately our goal, as our chairman said, is to promote uh, mission and the businesses in mission. And so, I, again, I just think that there's room for improvements everywhere. Yeah. Mr. Garza, you have anything to say? I'll just agree. I agree, like uh, Peter said, we, we got to move a mission forward. Of course, anything that is corrected, anything that is corrected, uh, Ms. Garza says, and we can see it, and then we can approve it, but we need to see it first. And I think that we, we need to think, of course, uh, to put mission forward, and that's what we're doing. But any, anything that is done, and if we can see it correctly, fine. You know, and, and I, agree, I agree with that. Okay, Mayor. Anything else that you'd like to say? Oh, I, I think I think once we get the the framework and the committee and the committee working and and, and get everything and dot our eyes and cross our t's and then we'll present it to the board to finalize it. And I think that'll be a, a great step, uh, paving forward and moving mission forward uh, together with uh, with the same thing. That I, I like the idea about about giving the autonomy as much as possible to management, but also. You know, at, at one point or another, management has to come back to the board. Otherwise, why why have a board to oversee to oversee the operations if uh, if uh, we're going to give uh, all all the the oversight to, to to management? That's why the board's for to be able to look at, at both sides of the actually the three sides of the coin because each coin has has three sides. You know, and 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 and, and just uh, work work and move forward, and and and, and yeah, and assist the. Uh, and assist those small businesses because I I can tell you I'm going to be promoting the downtown uh, and I keep promoting the downtown area for beautification and for addition and for uh, involvement with the MEDC as, as far as I mean one prime example is the downtown cafe how that how that had flourished into a business that that's moving that, and, and 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 if you haven't been to the downtown cafe it's at 408 North Conway you know uh, take take a trip and, and look at at what that that program has has done. Uh, Done, done to that uh, deal. The only thing is that downtown is 
is something that we need to to keep promoting and keep moving forward because that's that's our heart of a town and if our heart of a town stops beating the rest of the city is going to stop beating so that's why that's why i i don't want for uh, for the program the downtown uh, program to to be eliminated i just wanted to to move forward and i think that the fact that that this this item was outside the downtown the only thing that, that we we need to do is is when items like that come out uh, once we get the administrative policy and the administrative policy that says that, that gives a directive that they have to come to the uh, to the to the board since it's outside the parameters of the of the, of, of the approved uh, or the pre-approved projects and programs you know uh, then then uh, i think it's going to work out well for everybody Okay, good. Anybody else? Okay. Aisa, we're good with everything. Is that all you had? Um, that uh, for the fine. Well, I, I guess I don't know if I need to move to limit um, disbursements to Texas Citrus Fiesta um, until it's brought back to the board. Um, for the additional amounts, or if, I, I don't if, know. If you, if, if, if you, I, I think that we need to probably review. Uh, if you're t thinking about paying, about approving the eighteen thousand, that's what you're saying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, I would think. I would think that that would be a good motion. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you, um, Mayor and uh, Ms. Garza, but at this time uh, we're only we're only approving the financials. We cannot make any other motions unless it is an agenda item. And thank okay. you, ma'am. I, I, I stand corrected. You're you're right, ma'am. Can we put that? Can we put that on next next month's agenda? Um, that would be the CEO and the uh, president's prerogative i mean or decision yes but we can i mean mm -hmm. but but we can approve we can approve the motion to approve the financial with the stipulation that uh, the stipulation that a correction is made on the eighteen thousand. what um, i'm just asking no 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 i'm so sorry i mean because it's we'll, not it's, we'll, it's we'll bring it back we'll bring it back I, I right. It's already been expensed, and that was actually uh, a subsidiary report that was added to it. But we'll, yeah, we can definitely uh, bring it back at the next meeting. Um, I'll, I'll talk with David, and yeah, you know, we'll, make sure at the staff level the expense isn't going to be it won't be made without the board approval. Well, I think the, the biggest issue is everybody needs to understand number one: the expense already been incurred, right? So it could just be a reclassification reclassification of the journal entry that happened and transpired. So at the end of the day, uh, I would ask that Daniel, you put a board agenda item to address the reclassification okay. of the uh, board agenda item reflecting the uh, citrus okay. parade in yeah. the amount of 18000 whatever the dollars are. Right. So and that get together with Daniel. And make an adjustment to our audit, our, 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 our year-end numbers so that we can make an audit and it'll be noted, so noted in the audit for the 2020 audit, 2019-2020 okay. audit. Okay. And then we can make sure that Angie's it's okay with it, uh, Mr. Deanda. Yes, sir. We can get that done. And then, so can I get a motion for approval of the financials? This is Aiza and I so move. Got a motion by Aiza. Got to get a second. Okay. second. Thank you, Mr. Reno. All in favor say aye. 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 Motion carries. Daniel, item number six. 
Item number six is request an authorization. Let me get to that page real quick. Okay, uh, I think you're missing item number five or skipping it. Number well, four. Well, oh, have, that's right. Okay, no. Good. Okay, I'm sorry. We just approved the financial statement that we need to do the budget amendment. I'm so sorry. Right, item four. Item oh. four. Forty-four. Okay, so we were. I guess item five we've already discussed. That's Aisa's information, right? So I guess we jumped around just a little bit. Right. I, I'm not sure if Aisa wanted to add more to item five or if. Um, um, the, the only thing that I want to talk to the board about, uh, Angie, what page did you end up with the net position of the twenty-four, twenty-nine-four? On what page was that? was on page sorry I was I was uh, muted it's That's on, on page, page 12 yes okay. awesome. sorry so guys uh, I guess just for the board uh, press or I guess we did I guess um, but I've been talking to Angie since our last meeting and my goal is is one to create financial statements that help the board stay on stay on track uh, with our total net position. Um, and so the goal is really to get our, our monthly financial statements to start looking a lot like our audited financial statements because ultimately that's where that's where our uh, financial health is really graded on. Um, and so so and, and I told Angie and she's been great. Um, she's been extremely responsive even though she has a year-end audit. And even though you know they're, they have cares disbursements to take care of, she's been incredibly responsive to all of my requests. Um, is is our, my goal is so that the board has a better understanding of what we're going to look like um, at the end of the year. And so right now we're at a positive twenty nine um, thousand and five cents, which is awesome because um, you know there was an issue with with our, us having a deficit in our in our net position. Um, and as Mr. Banda had referenced earlier, that there's a, a going concern issue that was brought up in our last audit. And so in order to keep a better eye on that, um, I've been working with Angie just to kind of get a, a, a more accurate picture of what our net position is. But this may change a little bit, but I think he's done a great job of um, formatting it to kind of help us keep an eye on that number. So that's it, that, that's, that's it for my item. Okay, so let's go back to item number four, uh, Angie, on page 44. Yes, uh, on page 44, we have a budget amendment for the MEDC fund 21 for the new fiscal year 2020-2021, and this is being presented to allocate funding for an infrastructure project located at 1325 East Expressway 83 in an amount not to exceed, um, I, I'm sorry, it has 13,275 each year for three years under Belton LLC. Um, the public hearing for this item was held on August 18th and it was, the comment period ended September 22nd. So we're only adding the first 13,275 for this first year. Was this, is, is this, uh, or the, the beneficiary of this disbursement, did they complete an application? 
uh, with MEDC? I believe they have not yet. This is just, um, it was approved. The moment that they do submit the application, they'll submit that to um, MEDC and MEDC will submit payment to us um, if, if it applies, if everything applies um, with the, the guidelines. Correct. So, so I'm, a, I'm sorry, go on Daniel. So the process, because it was a weird time of the year, you know, we were adopting a new budget, we have to do the 60 day. I have a, uh, a development agreement that's being uh, drafted by our attorney and I'll present the development agreement to the board at the next meeting. No disbursement will be made prior to a development agreement being signed. And uh, they did give us a letter of, uh, of interest or a letter of intent. That's what the board took action on, um, which we got the process started. But I'll make sure we have the development agreement approved by the board before any disbursement is made. Okay, so I have I have a concern Angie, about this being in a in a general expense account, you know, kind of piggybacking off my other statements, it's just going to be booked to other infrastructure projects. And if this is something that we're planning on continuing and carrying for three years, it should have its own project with its own budget, uh, limiting it to the thirteen two seventy five each year. We can definitely do that. We can approve the budget amendment. Um, with the correction of creating an, uh, a separate or a creating an account explicit to Belton LLC. And where's that letter of intent, Daniel? Is it in our packet? It was presented uh, back when we asked the board to go out for uh, a permission to post. And then um, the board looked at it during the time that we had the public hearing. And what did we, can you remind me what project? Sure. So the, the, requ the request was being made off the expressway um, by a, the landowner who was bringing in a, a gas station. There is a, a water line that needs to be relocated. Uh, the total amount for the water line was not, the total amount for the relocation was 97500 uh, So the board took action to uh, approve a third of it, which two different things. There's two projects two elements to it, it was water and sewer. And uh, and we took one of those, which was roughly 35,000, uh, 13,275 times three. Uh, and so the action was that we would assist them with that amount um, of 13,275 each year over three years. So we've, we've already approved this? Yes, Mary, you're, you're muted, Mary. Yes. That's a project on Bryan and Expressway, right on the on the, That's correct. the west, northwest west, northwest side. Yeah. That's yes. correct. So to answer your question, yes, it's been approved. Is this? Are, are we taking funds from or a budget from another expense account to this expense account, or we're just adding? So, yeah, like I had mentioned, the state requires for us to, the public hearing and all of that will allow for us to take from our general fund and place it into a specific incentive project. Um, and you're right, we'll name it to what the project is uh, is being labeled as so that way we can track it. But uh, yeah, it's from general fund into uh, a designated infrastructure project account. Um, I, I guess 
I I moved to approve the budget with the condition that it is placed within uh, an expense account properly labeled for the grant and the budget is limited to 13275 per year. So as we collect the grant, we'll just assign it to this then? So we're not collecting the grant. This is coming out of our general fund. It's an incentive request that was made. Uh, so we're dispersing funds. We're not receiving funds from another party. It's, it's you know, as we've done with all of our other uh, incentives, you know, with Wonderful Citrus, with um, Royal Technologies, with any of the other projects that we've taken on and provided an economic development incentive, we uh, bring it to the board, do a budget amendment, approve the project, and then uh, make dis make disperses based on the, the contract. Only question I have is, since is this going into fiscal year end next year or this year or what? It, this will be in the new 2021 fiscal year. That's where the first disbursement will be made. And the way the contract... I'm sorry, what was that? The only question I have is, right now we don't even know where we're at from a fiscal year end. Can we table this to October? Oh, that's a... Angie, uh, that's a yeah, question. Yeah, we can. We can table it. I'd like to table it so we know where our fiscal year in and where we're at year in. Right, because we have commitments right now that we've got to make, right, that we've got to make sure we've got the cash for. Well, I, don't yes. want to... I don't know. If you table it, it has to be reviewed at the next meeting, and at the next meeting, we're barely going to know. So I don't know if you just want to take no action, and I can bring it back once uh, the board decides for me. Yeah. Well, I, my only yes. concern is is that I don't know. Uh, I want to make sure that we have that we're because this is going to go in as a commitment, right? So we'd have to account for it as a fiscal year end twenty uh, September thirtieth, right? So um, I don't want to September thirtieth of twenty one. Twenty one, yeah. So this isn't to the new fiscal year. So they haven't done anything to the project yet. The way that the the, the reimbursement agreement, it's a reimbursement. They have to do all of the. They have to do the process first and then submit for reimbursement. So it definitely won't be in our in our current fiscal year. Well, but you, no, you, yeah, I'm sorry. It would be it would be September 30th, 2020, because we approved it at the last okay. meeting. Okay. So it would be in the notes to the financial statement. And that's why I don't want it to be a note item because I want to make sure that our financials show us that we're not overcommitting like a lot of MEDCs do. Right. Right. And then we're shortfall and we're going to have to cut something. So I want to make sure that we're looking at it from a holistic standpoint. So we're not overcommitting and we table it and then we've got the cash and we can commit to it, allow for it. And then no, no notes are made to our budget okay. or our audit. So then I guess we take no action. So that way we don't have to bring it up at the next meeting. We can take it up once we know our position. Everybody okay with that? Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so no action on that item. Okay, uh, Daniel, we get item number 10. Yes, uh, so item number six, uh, authorization for the CEO to apply for Texas War Commission, Texas Workforce Commission's Talent Connection Grant funded by Wagner Pizer 7B for a third year. So as we've uh, We've started to do any time that we're going to go out for a grant, I seek authorization from the board to go out for the grant. And then if we are awarded, I, re I seek authorization to accept the grant. Um, this would be the third year of our cyber mission program. Uh, with COVID, it made the second year kind of strange. 
uh, in the sense of how students were reporting all across. And so in Texas, there was grants that went out to a lot of different entities. We were one for our cyber mission program. Uh, since we were already in our second year, Wagner, uh, the, the state, the Workforce Commission, reached out to us and said, since you're in your second year, we're giving you the option to apply for one more year, a third year, because that's the spirit of it. They'll support for three years. We're not making that offer to any other entities only because they were in their first year, but um, they liked how successful our program has been. Um, you know, we've, we've, we've done, we've completed our objectives and we've reported everything that they've required. So they're asking us to apply, but, uh, and we have it on the agenda today because there's a deadline of November 1st for the grant to be, uh, to be applied for. So I'm seeking authorization to, to go out and apply for, uh, our last, the last two grants were just under $500,000. Um, so this one, you know, we would apply for, for the same amount. Okay. Can I get a motion for approval of uh, item number six for Daniel to apply for the grant? Uh, motion to approve. Motion. Second. motion and second. All the favor say aye. 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 Opposed, same sign. Motion carries. Daniel, item number 10. Okay. Item number 10 is a developer fund agreement draft. Uh, this is, uh, as we talked about at our last meeting, we received an Economic Development Administration grant, EDA grant, in the amount of three million dollars. This was for uh, for waste and for for stormwater and uh, and water improvements on the south side of Mission. The property owner is the Killams, or in this case, they have three entities: uh, Cascade Real Estate Operations LP is is their uh, their operating entity that uh, is going to be. Uh, assisting us in this process what we have is a grant that i mean is a uh, is a draft agreement that states that they're responsible for all of the expenses related to the grant there was a 20 percent match which i know last time was a little goofy because 20 percent of three million was really six hundred thousand. but there's some other fees that are included in there there's uh, engineering services there's also a, a grant administrator uh, which we've recently went out for rfqs on and uh, this document captures that they are responsible for any and all expenses related to this to this grant. They're covering the grant writer and they're covering um, the twenty percent match and, and any and all other uh, expenses. Like I said, it's in draft form. I wanted to get in, to get it in front of you because there's a sixty day window um, for us to get a lot of the documentation buttoned up and sent back to the uh, to the Department of Commerce. Uh, so. I, our attorney, um, Matt Jones from Jones Galligan, he had uh, a couple of little comments that he had wanted to, to change. The, the, really, the only thing was that he wanted to specifically state what the project improvements were. There's attachments to it um, that are going to be included to, to make sure that that's captured. And all of it will be in compliance, Daniel? Yes, all of it will be, will be in compliance. And, and those specific items that Matt is asking us to do will be specific exhibits? If specific so exhibits, then there'll be wording in the language to say that the improvements are as outlined in exhibit A and B. Yeah, and I would just ask him to sign those exhibits so that there's no question as to whether the exhibits exist or not, right? So that they've acknowledged and signed each one of those exhibits. 
because they know exactly what hoops they have to go through. So I, right. I would add that to you, Rosh. Okay. Any other questions? If not, can I get a motion for approval of item 10? Uh, so move this, Mr. Garza, move for item 10. For approval. Thank you, Mr. Garza. Can I get a second? Second. second. All in favor say aye. 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 Motion carries. All right, now uh, we've got executive session. Are we going to go into executive session? Yeah, so this is going to be fun. The way that we're going to do it, I'm about to send out an invitation to a separate breakout room. You'll get a pop-up on your screen. Uh, it will only be the board and myself and the mayor, or the mayor's part of the board. Uh, you all accept it, and then it'll move us into a breakout. When the breakout session is over, uh, I'll end the meeting or I'll end the breakout room but you all can also exit the room and then we'll bring you back here. And, and we also we, need a, a motion, Daniel, don't forget. When we come back, uh, there'll be a motion to reconvene the open session. All right, at, at this time, I take a motion to go into executive session. Motion. Can I get a motion? Motion. I got a motion, I get a second. Second, this is Mr. Garza. Mr. second. All in favor say aye. I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service.